0: Well, it's that time again. It is time for a news roundup where we round up the news, but what we'll be rounding up on the news this time is gonna be the legislative session. It's not quite over. It's just a little bit more time left, but we are gonna go over the good, the bad, and the ugly of what's taken place so far. You're gonna wanna tune in and hear about that And our behind the scenes segment is, why don't we try courage? Courage works every single time. We have an incredible culture here in the state of Alabama, but our politics and public policy don't reflect the people of Alabama. Media drives culture. Culture is what drives politics and public policy. Welcome, everyone, to 1819 News, the podcast. I'm Brian Dawson, and I'm sweating profusely (laughs) in the studio. Summertime here at 1819 News, and boy, do I feel it. If my jacket wasn't part of my branding, I would not be wearing it, but here I am sweating with my branded jacket and my nice lapel pin. Anyway, we are pursuing a free and flourishing Alabama every single week here on this podcast, Uh, and today we're going to be doing that by doing a news roundup where we cover the legislative session, the good, the bad, and the ugly, joined by the illustrious crew of Alabama Unfiltered Radio, Minus One. So it's really not the crew, it's only two. We've got Miss Allison Sinclair, who is an engineer. We have to say that every time. She makes 100% sure we know it. <laughs> she's she's also the founder of Local Alabama, yeah. an incredible grassroots organization getting a ton of work done in Shelby County and really around Birmingham and and all across the state. Um, and so that's really good. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that, maybe not, who knows. And then we have Scott Beeson, who is a former state senator, former state rep, but probably the most honored thing he's done is being a radio show host at Alabama Unfiltered Radio. That's probably not true. I think probably being a senator is more cool than that. But either way, I have my thoughts, and next time I'll just keep them to myself. No. So.
1: Radio's way cooler. Radio is pretty cool. Who wants to go to Montgomery?
0: That's right. But do you yeah, have to clarify because your show is on in Montgomery? Mm-hmm. But when you say go to Montgomery, you mean, you mean go to the state house. I mean go the to the moldy state house. Yeah, no, so right. You have to clarify these things. You don't yeah. want to. Yeah. No, in I'm water. sorry. I meant she the, thought it was the same location.
1: I am in right. the state house that smells like mold and cigarettes.
0: And cigarettes. Right. And cigarettes. I mean, you talk about I mean. cigarettes. I think of uh, Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump in the right. hotel room. I knew you. she smelled like cigarettes. cigarettes. So, anyway,
1: the state house.
0: State house covering the legislature, news roundup. We're going to be covering the good, the bad, the ugly of the legislative session. Have a feeling we're going to spend a lot more time on the bad and the ugly. uh, But we will try to focus on the good. And before we do that, I want to ask you guys to join the fight. Become an 1819 News member. Um, It's become increasingly evident over this last legislative session that the the need for 1819 News is there. Alabama needs 1819 News and 1819 News needs you. We need you guys to join the fight. Become a member. Go to 1819news.com. Click the button. Become a member. Membership start as little as $5 a month. We'd love for you to give more. Uh, what you get with that, you're going to get behind the scenes content access to that. Uh, there will be an incredible behind the scenes content piece coming from this podcast today where we have a segment called Try Courage uh, because courage works every single time, but no one ever tries it. Courage is the great need of the hour. And as they say in Braveheart, uh, men don't follow titles, they follow courage. And so you guys don't want to miss that. Sign up and become a member so that you have access to it. And you'll also get really cool merch. For the $5 group, you really don't. You get a sticker. But if you go up, you get cooler merch. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I like the sticker. the sticker. On the sticker is back nice. of my car. She's got on the back of her car. Yeah, so I like when it. When she's swerving and <laughs> running children over. They know. <laughs> <laughs> it a Check AG it out. 80 80 out. News lady. <laughs> thum, 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 thum. So, okay, that's right. good. No, but the sticker is neat. And you actually get a magazine as well as a sticker for signing up at $5. But more than anything, you're supporting honest journalism, nonprofit journalism, and independent journalism by signing up. And so we need you guys to do that. Please do. This is our special edition News Roundup legislative session, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. So we're going to start with The Good because our first segment is short. Then we hit a commercial, (laughs) and then we've got The Bad and The Ugly, and that's our long segment. And I feel like we're going to need it. Uh. I, this is what I've got down. I hope you guys have a, a list that you spent hours uh, preparing uh, because of the importance of the topic uh, of the good. I've got anti-ESG legislation carried by Dan Robert.
1: Oh, time out. There might be a bad there, but keep going. Sorry. They, you know something good can turn bad in, like, less than, what, But not everything is
0: bad. Well, now,
1: I'm just saying it's been adjusted a little bit.
0: Everything is always adjusted a little bit. Do you think our legislature would like let something good through without putting some bad in there? Do you think that can happen? Oh, so. Well, there's a possibility that it, uh, they might've slipped through the cracks on accident and got they something They might've good. Like, like, they did that with the, the abortion bill. They no, no, never no, no,
1: thought right. Roe v. Wade would be overturned. Exactly. Right.
0: So they accidentally passed good legislation, but right. we thank you for doing that anyway, by the way.
1: <laughs> okay. Keep going. Anyway, ESG. Okay. ESG. So we're off timeout. We're off timeout. You, you gave us
0: a, Okay. Just, okay. And the grocery tax cut, which I will go time out and talk about the problems with it. Mm-hmm. However, there are some good things that are of the utmost importance that at least got a head nod and actually got across the finish line. And apparently the we're now, this is what? What what day is today? Is today Tuesday? Mm-hmm. The I don't even know what day it is. Tuesday. June 6th. June 6th. D-Day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that we're we're recording this, so there's still. I think today's the last day, actual the last day of session. Don't know what's going to hit the desk, what's going to get signed, and all kinds of other stuff. But so yeah, we we don't know exactly, but I believe that the anti-ESG legislation gets signed by the governor yet. I don't think I don't it's know. been signed I don't think it's yet. Been signed yet? Okay. What about the grocery tax cut?
1: I don't think it's been signed. Oof. Oh 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 oh. The Yellow hammer cookie has been signed.
0: <laughs> well,
1: that that's important. is that the one with oatmeal in really it? oats in it? Yeah.
2: That's one of the Weird. main things that Alabama Collins,
1: nuts, and oats.
0: I feel like that's a head nod to their their favorite media company that covers them so well and says <laughs> nice things about them. Maybe. I don't I know. I have even thought about it's that. It's just one I of those did things where. One of the Yellowhammer people posted it on their Twitter. Oh, their Facebook. really? Well, oh, you look, know. It's the Yellowhammer cookie. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Who's I'm, the Yellowhammer
1: drink a nod to? I don't
2: know. You know I've never the... heard of it. <gasps> Yellow hammer's an never, old state thing. Yeah, no it is. Yeah, I know. But I know.
1: there's a it's drink the, you that know. you drink at a right. tailgate.
0: Yeah, Our, Did I mention don't, I'm not I all know, games. obviously. Right. It's hot. Anyway. Um, so, so that's the two goods. Those are the goods that I've got. So let's let's jump into those. And if you guys have any other good things that happened that are worth noting, let's talk about let's list them and then we'll go through and talk about them.
1: I have okay. a good. Do you have a good?
0: No. That's why we like Scott here at 1819 <laughs> News. He is on brand.
1: So Susan Du you know, freshman legislator passed where um, the in colleges only women can compete with women. That is good. And that men is compete bus. with is very good. Yeah, that is a big one.
0: NK Ivy signed it in the law, and she's taking a lot of heat from the gays, which is great, ironic. And she had oh, a geez. great response. There's a lot of irony there. <laughs> Anywho.
2: She had a great response to ESPN, yeah, which we we lauded on the radio program last week. You weren't yeah. there, but yeah, still. tell me, I was. On it a was beach where somewhere. ESPN said that um, Alabama had made it. The governor had signed something to make it so that transgender women couldn't compete against females and whatever. And she basically somebody tweeted out a correction. No, that's not what we did. We made it so that men couldn't compete against females. Yeah. She so she was just changing unfair. that whole thing about yeah. where they were, cause they were making it sound like, Oh, she's against transgender women and not letting them be, you know, play with women. And she's like, that's not what we did. Yeah. We kept yeah. men from competing with women. So I actually thought she deserves some credit Absolutely. for standing up and saying that so clearly and succinctly.
0: Yes. We are grateful. Uh, anytime, any of these people, uh, down there stand up and do something, it's not, there's no, we don't have like a list of people that are bad and a list of people that are good. We're looking at behavior, bills, um, you know, actions, things that you're saying. Is it lining up with what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And we would love for everyone to, to be on the good list of doing right. good things, and you know, for no one to be on the bad list. That would be ideal. So
1: their their flyers and their campaigns say they should all be on the good list.
0: Yeah, they've got their They're, shotgun over their shoulder and their Bible in their hand. Constitution. Yes. I got a truck. There's a dead animal in the back. Roll tied. Mm-hmm. And then they a get tractor a tractor and a dog. A tractor and a dog. And then they get <laughs> yeah. down there and it's basically like they live in Delaware. Mm-hmm. So there you go. What else? Is that all the good? That that's, that's almost it. I, I mean, I
1: I really that's that's all. I, all I think got. there was
2: what we're still in that time, and I do think 1819 News needs to get a little credit for they're having a hard time adjusting to the fact that for the last probably six, seven, eight years, there's been no one really to tell alabamians what the legislature is doing. yeah, so part of what some of the things that we think are good, I do think they've got some poison pills stuck in there yeah. they're trying to figure out how to deal with now they're in the the phase of okay, we can't just ignore the public. yeah, let's pass a couple of things that have the right title. yeah we did something about ESG. What did you do? I, I'm not really sure. Are you sure yeah. you actually kept us from investing in these? companies and using these criteria well we we said we did well, what about that last paragraph yeah. well it does have some exceptions yeah. that the, that the financial people wanted yeah um so but they're going to go back home and say they did it yeah and people go like, yeah when they really didn't. So they're in this phase, this time where they're trying to pretend they did the yeah. good things. We're at least they making
0: didn't. them lie now. Yes.
2: Because yeah. <laughs> before they just pretended like <laughs> and it didn't matter at all. So yeah. we're making progress. Yeah. So that's the good. Yes. That w- they're having to work harder to fool the people of the state yeah. because mm. the news is getting out there.
0: Yeah. No, that's it. They, they actually have to placate and try and at least pretend to serve the constituents. And I think over time, then they'll actually have to do the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been it's been funny watching the legislature, you know, at first like, oh, no one reads them. No one mm-hmm. pays any attention. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, my gosh, everyone's reading them. Like, I don't what? know anybody that doesn't read them. Um, and so now they're like trying to be friends with us. You know, hey, mm-hmm. hey, hey mm-hmm. where's we going? 1819 guys. That's the finger. Gun. That's, that's it. Anyway, so it's been it's been fun. It's you know, it's it's interesting. They're having to adjust to actually having uh, a free press uh, mm-hmm. in the statehouse. So I think that's good. Uh, we're very proud of the coverage. Uh Caleb and Craig have done a great job. Caleb covers the Senate, Craig covers the House. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff is just running um running the newsroom uh just flawlessly. It's just incredible to watch him, uh, the culture in the newsroom. It's amazing. He actually got promoted to editor in chief now, by the way. Um, and that worth noting. So we were <clears throat> very cautious about putting someone in that editor in chief seat again. Uh we wanted to make sure we had the right person. We mm-hmm. searched all over the nation looking for the right person. Jeff was writing for us at the time. I didn't think he would want to leave Breitbart to come Be a you know, statewide editor. Um, but I went and spent some time with him and that's exactly what he wanted to do. So he you got a guy who used to work for Tucker Carlson. Right. That Steve Bannon hired away from Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. And then Steve Bannon took him to Breitbart, and then I was able to hire him away from Breitbart to work for us. So pretty, pretty incredible. Uh he's done a wonderful job. Uh much deserved promotion to editor in chief. So anyway, the coverage uh, of, of state politics was, I mean, it's unparalleled. Nobody, right. you know, AL.com didn't come close to the coverage we had, having, you know, two dedicated reporters and an editor on site in mm-hmm. the state house um, on top of radio shows broadcasting from Lieutenant Governor Ainsworth's house, you know, right. and, or house. Office. Uh, office.
1: He probably does yeah. kind of live there during yeah, the session. that's a very good point. But I think, the, I think you've, got, you've got two things happening, and one is 1819 News, which is huge, and just media attention, and then you have just constituents that were kept away from the state house during COVID, everything was shut down. And so I feel like our legislators are adjusting to this new attention and, and to their credit, like with the ESG, that was local Alabama's big bill. That was the one thing after we talked to other grassroots organizations, that was the one thing that we were going to take and pass. And when it, when Senator Dan Roberts dropped it, wobbits,
0: wobbits, wobbits, when
1: when he dropped it, um, there was so much pushback, and I think it's so weird that out of all the things, like we're gonna talk about that we couldn't even pass the what is a woman bill. Yeah. Okay, our legislator can't even define what a woman is, but you're gonna pass the CSG bill. I'm not sure how it happened. Yeah. I really have no idea, but I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Um, and at least there was some attention and Regions so I think everybody's exposed. region yeah. <laughs> I think everybody's kind of readjusting to their new spotlights they're in right um but i will say at the beginning of session i was so hopeful like there was so much good legislation that was filed that i haven't seen in the past two three years since i've really been following it lots of good conservative legislation
0: yeah ernie had half of it
1: (laughs) and lots of others i mean yeah he did but i'm but like whoever has it i don't care but there were lots of good things they could have done and i was hopeful and we really didn't get much across. Yeah, the unfortunately,
2: you—if know, you look across the country, and not everybody is weird enough to do it or cares to do it. But if you look at the reporting on what happens in other state legislatures, you look at Oklahoma. Everybody wants to point at Florida all the time, but look at Oklahoma. Is Oklahoma really more conservative than Alabama is? Not mm-hmm. the, the citizens aren't. Yeah, but the legislature clearly is. And you—you've yeah. got these other states doing things like full-out, full-blown school choice, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, and and in Alabama, and it's not that we're struggling to to get it through. We can't even get it going well. Yeah. It's but just like this is a non-starter. And and like you said, the definition. What you know, what is a woman? How hard is that? That's that's an easy resolution. That ranks up there with the the new official state cookie or whatever yeah. it is we but have. You would think. I mean, yeah. it should be that fast. And it just really shows a disconnect between the people of the state and the legislature. Yep.
0: Well, and before we jump into the bad and the ugly, which is hard not to dive into, let's go through that good legislation and what what does it do, what doesn't it do. Anti-ESG, the recap there, uh, the bill was introduced, it was pulled, I think all hell broke loose, came down, we obviously put a a tremendous amount of coverage on it because it seemed like, wow, this is a no-brainer, why would you want, ESG is literally the culmination of every single Marxist ideology, all kind of crescendoed into one thing, Um you know, with BlackRock and Vanguard, and and basically bringing corporations to their knees by forcing them to ba- bend the knee to the woke mob, and threatening people's livelihoods, and you know, social credit score on par with China, and all this other stuff. I mean, it is awful. And Dan Roberts again, who's a very reasonable senator. He's not considered a conservative firebrand or a lightning rod or someone who's unreasonable. Reasonable senator brings forth a very reasonable bill, and it was pulled. Um, And then we found out that the banks were the ones that were pushing back with every single thing they had, specifically regions, regions using the Business Council of Alabama and the Bankers Association to try and kind of hide. And then we found out that it actually was regions uh, and began to uh, expose that and then come to find out regions, uh, two biggest you know, uh, owner, the ownership stakes and regions is black rock and vanguard. And it's like, Oh, this is, this is great. It all makes sense. Right. So very interesting though, uh, that one of our big mules and then the bankers association is, you know, DEI, how good it is for business seminar that they're putting on or whatever. Right. So just crazy. Um, so the, the point and purpose of the bill before it was edited, amended, uh, was to prevent government entities from entering into contracts with private businesses that use ESG to discriminate what happened in that last paragraph that I'm not aware of.
1: You have it. That's out. what
2: we're that's what I was trying to pull up the actual text stuff. I was talking to some people earlier today that just said that the mass of the this in the last couple of paragraphs, the mass of the legislation says all these things that we agree with. And then yeah. at the end, there's a little paragraph with some caveats. Yeah. And you know, I haven't seen the haven't seen the actual text, and we probably need to look into it more. And we will do that on the radio program but the problem is that's the way it's done in Montgomery yeah. is you you give them a victory they can go home and talk to their constituents and say hey we we passed that anti ESG bill and everybody's like yay it's awesome but there's all there's a little part in there that says you can't 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 except if you're banking yeah you know that kind Unless of thing and you and, need and, to make money right <laughs> it is it's those kinds of things now I, I don't know that it's um you know how bad it actually is but when you start having those little Weird things added in that you that people are like, I'm not really sure what that does. Oh, there's a purpose. Yeah, and somebody knows what it does. Yeah, so that's what we've got to look at. So yeah. right now, we'll still give them a good. Yeah. For that getting there. Yeah. But I but I hope it's not there. And and, and I've been in those meetings in the past where leadership says, "Look, we've got to do something." They yeah. tell the special interests, "We've got to do something." They go to the banks, go to regions where we got to do something. We're going to pass something. Well, let us help you work on the language. Yeah. And then that's where.
0: You guys would do that for us. You'll help us. Mm. <laughs> That's what?
2: exactly you guys right. Would help us? You would help oh, us man. make sure it's perfectly good. Yeah, like, and it's it's, it's really nice rise? of you. They count right. on
1: the people, like and even I try and keep up, mm-hmm. and I am focused and paid attention, and it's almost impossible. Like right. unless you are in the halls every day and in those right. backroom meetings, they slip something in like right. that, and you can't. Well, here's the bottom
2: line:
0: the legislators don't can't keep up either. Yeah. Yes. The only yes. people who can keep up are the lobbyists. Yep. Jeff, Jeff. is the only person I know who keeps up. It's right. really amazing. Okay, so well, And it's just like I'll talk to him. He's like, and I'm right. like, I just talked to you two hours ago, and it was completely different than that. How How do you? Right. He just. I don't know. So you I mean, know which he knows which ones to track. Yeah. You
1: know. And shout out to Steve Marshall. I think he was a big. I don't know how much the legislature listens to him, but he is a big proponent of ESG, anti-ESG legislation and protection. And I think his vocalness in this whole thing has been really important. Um, so I'm, I'm look when um, Will Ainsworth came out with his op-ed, which was great talking about how everybody's fleeing blue States. It was right during the economic incentives, you know, come to us, everybody's fleeing blue States. Come to us. We'll take care of you in Alabama. And I'm like, but that was right when they pulled the ESG bill in the Senate. And yeah. I'm like, Why are they fleeing blue states? It's exactly what you are now going to allow to happen. So I'm glad they.
0: Yeah. That's the one thing with the economic incentives is that all I'm, you know, again, me personally, whatever, like what I would like to see is consistency. Okay. If you're trying to get people to move here and that's the purpose is that you want to do some type of a tax structure or, you know, incentives so that people would move their corporations and their businesses here to create jobs. Because again, jobs is the only thing that matters got to get, you know, space force camp to Huntsville. Uh doesn't matter, you know, as long as there's jobs. Well, what about freedom? They don't need to be free as long as they have jobs. That seems anyway, but mm-hmm. so economic incentives, we want to get people to move to Alabama, but it's like, okay, if you really wanted people to move to Alabama, you would fix the education and the taxes. And if education and taxes were proper, you, your economic incentive tab would be much lower, right? So other states are doing it, we need to be in economic incentives. That's fine. But, but it's the whole idea like, well, if you had these other things ironed out and fixed, we would actually be attractive and and we probably wouldn't even need economic right. incentives because people would just want to be here. They would want to live here uh, because of the values and the people that are here. Real quick, when we got to hit a break. Grocery tax cut. I would have loved to have seen the entire grocery tax go away. We've mm-hmm. had record budget after record budget after record budget for five years before COVID everyone mm-hmm. said well the reason we have record budgets because all the federal money coming from COVID no mm-hmm. we had record budgets before COVID right record budget after record budget record surplus after record surplus surplus never goes back to the people mm-hmm. here we are with a three billion dollar surplus and they're like uh we're gonna do a slow right they're, they're like well tabs. we
2: might need it next year yeah we might need it next I'm year I'm pretty sure we'll find
0: a way to need it next year mm-hmm. The so, government
1: should not be operating with any surplus, in my yeah. opinion. You balance it.
0: That's your you're saying is is the government to function the way that it's supposed to, you have to starve it. Yeah. You have to starve the beast.
2: There's no doubt about yeah. it. And, and we went back years ago, we were trying to do prior year budgeting, which yeah. just said you can't spend any more this year than you actually took up last year. Yeah. It seems perfectly simple. It's easy. Yeah. It's not it's not complicated legislation.
1: Common sense. Yeah.
2: And uh and we ended up even back in the day, celebrating that we had come up with this, I think we only did it for the general fund, by the way, because you had to yeah. s- split it apart. We, it was some sort of equation that took the last number of years and came up with a formula and you can't spend over this much. And oh, it's great. We're awesome. And like we made it super, super complicated yeah. when we could have just had a little money set back and not spending more than last year. and then And then we do this. It sounds so much like when the Democrats were in charge. Yeah. We can't give it back. or we, I'll tell you what, we'll give it back to you if we meet these thresholds yeah. that are probably not attainable. Yeah, We know which way the economy is going, mm-hmm. so we're not going to get the, the second section. And then yeah. I had two people in the last week call me and say, you know that whole grocery tax thing? that's going to be worth a few dollars. Have you been to go get your tag lately? So apparently the state has changed something on like RVs and travel trailers, and so many people have these, you know, and, and two people have said that their bill was $500. One was 400 and something and the other one was $500-something mm-hmm. more this year than last year. So no matter so what they give him back on a it. grocery tax, mm. he never gets that back. So the state is working behind the scenes, a little bit here, a little bit there, In it's Republican Arthur Orr,
0: who's typically fairly decent, was coming out and, like, nannying that budget. Like, whoa, 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 what are you guys trying to do getting your money back? We got to grow, baby. Right. This is You know, they're growing faster than a Silicon Valley tech startup and they're a government.
2: Right. Well, they, 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 what happens is that the chairman of the budgets, and, and I've never seen one that didn't happen to, somehow decide that they are the, the dads, the yeah. fathers. This, this is my, this is my yeah. thing. And it's only good if it grows. That's
1: well, yeah. why we got to have term limits.
2: It's just, well, it's rough. It's addiction. Again, I mean, the it reason why
0: we'll The reason that we most likely won't have term limits is the same reason we'll most likely not close the primaries is because the people that are in there won because the primaries aren't closed and right. they're still there because there's not term limits, mm-hmm. right? So you got to ask the people that would eliminate their jobs to vote for term limits. Not going to happen. Right. You're asking the people who win because the Democrats voted for them mm-hmm. to close the primaries. Probably not going to happen, mm-hmm. right? And you want so, me to read
2: you that part paragraph of the most boring thing in the world or you want to stay with my summary? from earlier, just in case. We'll go
0: to the good, the bad. Real quick, hold hold the thought. Uh Go to the bill that, I mean, I think we summed it up well with what Kay Ivey said. That was the last good thing was biological men will not be able to compete against biological women. And this is on the college college level. On the Mm -hmm. college level. And it was already banned. K through 12 last year. Okay, Mm -hmm. so now we're all the way up to college. So good on everyone who had anything to do with that. Great job, Susan Debose. Thank you, Governor Mm -hmm. Ivey for that. Now get rid of Scott Harris and John Cooper and uh you know we'll give you my We're getting there after the break. That's right. All Before the break, I just want to give you squirrely words. I can't wait. I can't wait. Let's wait. Stay tuned for squirrely words. With Scott Beeson.
1: Hey y'all, it's Allison Sinclair with Alabama Unfiltered. A lot of people ask me, what can I do to actually make a difference in DC and in my state government? And one of the most effective things you can do is write an old school letter to your elected officials. It seems super simple, but a written through the mail letter gets their attention much more than an email or a phone call. I use the Quick Letter app from my phone to write letters and it makes it so easy to write all of my representatives in DC and in our state, a real letter in a matter of minutes. And so Quick Letter automatically determines your representatives and their mailing addresses. You write or dictate a letter on your phone and tap the name of every representative you want to receive that letter. And quick letter handles the delivery address, the return address, the greeting, the closing, the signature, the printing, stuffing, stamping, and placing your letter in the U.S. mail. Your governor, attorney general, state legislators, your U.S. senators, and congressmen need to hear from you. And it doesn't have to be elaborate. Actually, a brief, simple letter usually has the most impact. Send a quick letter today and every day. Go to quickletter.com. That's K-W-I-K quickletter.com or download the quick letter app today.
0: All right. Welcome back guys. Thanks for sticking around through the break. A big shout out to quick letter, K-W-I-K letter, quick letter with Jim Hicks, making it super simple for you to reach out to your legislators and representatives and let them know how you feel uh, about what's going on. Uh, It's super simple. Go to the App Store, and download the Quick Letter app today and start writing. All right. Well, into um, the bad and the ugly, we've got uh, we've got some some squirrely words that you wanted to share. With yeah, us just, I just I just want to
2: read it and look. I understand people will say, well, the the attorneys will know what that means. Well, that's that's the number one red flag. The attorneys <laughs> will know what that means. And that's one of the, the things I've learned, we, we tried to pass things that would prohibit states and I mean uh, counties, municipalities from doing things years ago. And we would get in these arguments like I would say, well, there's got to be some sort of punishment. If there's not some sort of punishment, then they can just do what they want and say, oh, our bad. We didn't we didn't yeah. know. And so think about the anti esg bill. And then I want to read something that will bore people to death. But I'm going to read it as it's written. This is subsection B. It's close to the end. No company in this state shall be penalized have economic harm inflicted on it, have commercial relations limited, or have the activities of the company changed or limited by a governmental entity because the company will not engage in economic boycotts. Will not establish or implement policies, procedures, guidelines, rules, reports, products, services, notices, disclosures, or rates, or pricing. Will not provide or submit answers to surveys or other information requests or disclosures. Will not invest in or divest of certain securities, stocks, bonds, bills, partnerships, other investment arrangements. Or will not initiate other corporate or business practices that further social, political, or ideological interests, including but not limited to economic boycott criteria or other similarly oriented rating. That means something. And that wasn't written by the sponsor. Yeah.
1: But doesn't that... M-
2: does it? That's the point. The point is, it says there'll, there'll be no penalty, penalty. If you don't do this whole, or if you do or may not do, or does not establish or may establish, or not procedures, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just saying, that's one of the kind of paragraphs that I would have had people come in my office all day long saying, what is that? Yeah. You, y'all wanted this. What is this? Exactly. And I'm just saying, before we celebrate too much, we should figure out exactly. So even Allison, who's an says, engineer, yeah, engineer, is really working it. But it, says
1: because it they, they shouldn't be punished because the company will not engage in economic boycotts.
2: Okay. What does that have to do with your anti-ESG function?
1: Well, because those companies, those contracting companies are boycotting conservative. Okay. Like... Or they're boycotting certain businesses because they they don't adhere to climate change.
2: Okay,
0: so it sounds like it's saying that if if a company divests itself from ESG, they won't be penalized. But again, that those are the type of things where if you need a lawyer to explain it to you, that, I promise just, you, there's there for a reason. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree,
1: but it makes my head hurt.
2: Mm-hmm. Because you can do to. what you wanted to do very simply and succinctly.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. All right, the bad and the ugly. Is there so, really
1: a difference? I want to know. What is what are the gauges for bad and ugly?
0: I think bad um I think bad is just like, well, that's not good, but the ugly is like, you know, uh so, I would say the state health officer situation would yeah. be ugly. It's different. Okay.
2: You know how your face does differently like when you're like, no, oh, that's bad and then ugly is like, ooh, that's ugly. Okay. It's a so it's a spectrum, face? right? Okay. You squinch yeah. face yeah, is so face. ugly.
0: Although I mean I've got children attending drag shows not getting banned under the bad that should probably be under the ugly that seems like something that should have been cleaned up uh very you know quickly um Brian
2: if we if we went by legislator by legislator and said do you think little kids you think we should ban little kids being able to go to these
0: pickup sexual grooming yeah.
2: events what would every single one of them yeah Maybe maybe there's 10 out of the House and Senate that would say, no, I'm fine with it. But they would all say no, including leadership. Yeah. And we can't pass that in the state of Alabama. <sighs> and other places
0: can. I, I, I just don't understand.
1: What, do we have a reason?
0: I mean, I don't think so. And the only thing I can think of, they've been super duper, like, not wanting to go hard in the paint on the social issues because of space camp. I call it Star Wars camp. Because we want Space Force or whatever. Oh, because we want Space Force. we want Space Force in Huntsville. And Joe Biden's like, your abortion law is too strict. We're not going to put it there. And it wouldn't have mattered if our abortion law wasn't strict. He would have found something else. You have too many rednecks. You're too good at football. You guys like Jesus. Like, it wouldn't have mattered. They don't want to put it here. Right. And so it puts, you know, Ledbetter in this position where he's got to, you know, be uber super guarded. Like, well, we don't want to do that. We might not get a Space Force. Mm -hmm. You think that's it? Really? I, I really do.
2: So you think if we already had space for them, they would have passed these things?
0: I, I think that we would have seen more movement on the social issues. We never really have too much hesitation on social issues. <sighs> well, historically we have. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean very where very difficult out to pass. You see Polaris a lot of bills. red meat conservative bills that do get through where any mm-hmm. type of fiscal or school choice or education, mm-hmm. tax, government waste stuff right. never goes anywhere. Every once in a while, you'll see a, like, you know, a VCAP will go right. through like it did last year or whatever year that was. Um, you can see those things actually making headway. Um and that's good, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, to me it's the taxes and education and things like that where you don't really see any movement. So I feel like if if we didn't have the threat of um, losing Space Force or Space Command or Star Wars camp or you know right. the Emperor Strikes Back or whatever's going on in this right. uh, I think, the Death I think Star we would have seen more hospital. movement on... What is a woman and uh, drag show stuff. I feel like we would have maybe So I
1: wonder how okay, so that was Arnold Mooney's bill, House Bill four oh one, if you want to go read it.
0: And oh yeah, I'm gonna go do that right now.
1: You everybody should, actually. Okay. Not right now, but right now. so it protects children from obscene material. Um the bill would add drag shows to the list of sexual conduct prohibited in public places where minors are present. Would that have done anything for my North Shelby County library where you walk in the front door and the first thing you see is a big, huge pride section where you open up the books geared towards four to eight-year-olds and they talk about how she is now Calvin and has a new name and everybody at school has a new name and transgender. Every single book, it wasn't even about homosexuality. Every single book that I looked at on that shelf was all about transgenderism. Literally, you go to the website. Four to eight year olds is that obscene material for four to eight year olds? Yes, I would so, think so. But
2: okay. Brian and well, I you might need be the able lawyers to write. to write some squirrely words. We need some squirrely, need some squirrely words, words, to, some squirrely
0: words so, to make sure that doesn't happen.
1: So we can't pass a law that would protect kids from walking in just because they want to do summer reading at the public library mm-hmm. that you pay dues and taxes for, and you can't even walk in there without seeing first thing rainbow pride transgender books. Thank you, on, legislature. On
0: that note, I think I love what's going on in Prattville right now uh, with this this Prattville read moms group that went into the Prattville library mm-hmm. and are, are raising all kinds right. of Hades about with the library board and then the city council and everything else and they're all, no, well, no, it's the city council and the city council, says, no, it's the library board mm-hmm. and then Matt Clark's wife, Laura Clark, got up there and said, okay, well, I, here, legally, I'm a lawyer and, and right. her and Matt are excellent lawyers and, and listed it and said, here's how you can't, like, this is literally by the book how you could fix this you have the responsibility to fix this you're not fixing it and so we actually have legislation that's moving through the house that we're going to call it the prattville bill Mm -hmm. if you guys don't you know what i mean if you want to continue to you know kick the can down the road anyway and it wasn't just you know matt laura clark it was people from all over the montgomery area the tri county area that were showing up and speaking to the city council and reading scripture and everything else and it's like the whole community's worked up over this stuff and you're seeing it and it's like who are these freaking cowards that we've elected? Right. You know, that, you, that you're in Prattville, Alabama. You're talking to Target County, and you can't be like, yeah, let's get the gay stuff off the shelves. Right. You know, right. like you're you not going to like. Right. Yeah, What's going to happen to you? Super simple. You just throw it all out, set no. it on fire. You don't even got to do like the book burning, but just get mm. rid of it. Super simple. They won't do it. Right. What are they scared of? Not God. No. Not God. Well,
2: they've clearly got an agenda, and you think, how did this happen in in small town Alabama, really. I mean, I know Prattville's a pretty big place, but it's Alabama. Yeah,
1: they're totally abusing their access to our children. Yeah. it is grooming and it is abuse.
2: It's almost like it's on purpose.
1: Um,
0: it's like I, a strategy almost. I've, anyway, I've got a very strong statement that I've been keeping under.
1: Oh, come under on, wraps.
0: Should we um, debut it today? Well, no, because my daughter's uh, in the studio. And she's so, uh, I got gotcha. so bite cute. She yep. is. Aww. And so at the end Big of the day, eyes. it used to sound hyperbolic and fear-mongering to say they're coming for your children. Mm-hmm. They're coming for your children. Even when the old man's mm-hmm. Choir or whatever said it in California. But they they are coming for your children. Mm-hmm. For your children. Mm-hmm. For your children. Mm-hmm. They won't stop until they have acquired your children That's the me putting it nicely because my daughter's in the studio Mm -hmm. right now Um, until they violated your children. Mm -hmm. They want them perverted. The whole Kinsey Institute and everything else, children are sexual from birth. birth. They're trying to sexualize our children. They're trying to get in. And I'm talking, you will not find a family who's more, uh, well, no, there's probably families that are more like bubble, you know, Mm -hmm. in, in the bubble. We're not in the bubble people, but we're very protected and very guarded and very vigilant. Right. Uh, because we understand that this is a spiritual war these people are trying to steal our children we have a, a classical christian reading list and we went to the wetumpka library and the spines of the books you know say the name of it and so we're looking at our classical christian book list right uh it's the emperor has no clothes one i think it's the emperor's new clothes is the name right. of the book and that's on our <laughs> classical reading has no clothes uh, well that's the whole story has no clothes that's the story
1: oh, i thought it was a pride book. Sorry. Well, oh, we'll, no, no, no. I, this is an old, thought, this the old okay, book. Yeah, no. I yeah. you well, we're we'll getting a real book. Okay, so, sorry.
0: This is on the reading as the Emperor's New Clothes, right? It's a classic children's book of teaching, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So we grab the book and we grab all these other books that are on the list and we don't think anything because these were on the list. We read them. Everything mm-hmm. looked completely normal on the spines of the book. We get in the 15 pasture van or oh, Christina no. does, gives the books out. Reagan gets one of the, the books and she says, Mommy, this is inappropriate. And she grabs the Emperor's new clothes and looks at it, and it, and on the spine it looks like an old classical book. And then you turn it open and it's got fairies and drag queens and everything else all inside of it and everything else. And it's like, if it got by our radar, yeah. right, right. that's yeah. you know, that's some doing. Right. And but thank God, the first thing my you know, my daughter's huh. like, Whoa, so what daddy doing this isn't okay. They had just used a made up made, made a pride book out yeah. of it.
1: You know what's hmm. so and and I didn't walk up there the other day when I took the video at the North Shelby County Library, but um, I had somebody say they went up to the teen section and the adult section, and there's no pride display, just in the children's room.
0: I want to scream tough. and throw things and just go berserk right now. Hearing that, I think that's
1: appropriate.
2: I I, I, did, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have thought all that. <laughs> I would have thought all yeah. the stuff would have been. I'm everywhere. gonna go
1: and confirm for myself, mm-hmm. but that was the report that there was no pride display in the adult or, um, young adult sections.
0: Yeah. Well, because they've spent the last 20 years ramming it down the adult's throat. Yeah. Now they're, so they're, they're already, the converted. already accept yeah. it.
1: So what about, um, we can't pass the, what is a woman act?
0: Yeah. I would say that's bad. Or well, I that's think. complicated.
1: Define a male woman, boy, girl, father and mother, male, female, and sex for the use in the code of Alabama. That was again, state representative Susan DeBose, who's just on fire.
2: Yep. Um, well, Alabama did go down the road, even when I was there, um, and everybody thought it was a small step. I was the only vote no at one time, and the speaker stopped the action and said, are you sure you want to be the only vote no on this? And it was changing how they write the law, because it used to say he, it was, it was from the masculine version, it was always he, and mm-hmm. him, and so they went to the he or she, he or she, he or she, over and over and over and over, and I was like, what is the point of this? Well, that seemed real benign back then. And now you fast forward, and now we've got they and them. And so, you know, yeah. a bunch of us, not me, but a bunch of us were like, wow, ah, that's okay. We're back to what was her name on Fox? Megan Kelly. Megan Kelly the long process that she thought it was okay. Then I'm just being nice. And
0: And she was even fairly reasonable in her approach to of like, look, I'm not going to call you a woman, but I'll call you a trans woman. I'll use your pronouns. And she was like, I'm freaking done Done with it. Done. But But my point
2: is we took part yeah, and said, okay, yeah, that makes sense because we need to be inclusive. There was nothing wrong. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds hundreds of years (laughs) of, if you don't know if it's boy, girl, whatever, you just say he hundreds and hundreds of years of mankind. Right. And then we did that one. So how do we really argue against all the new
0: pronouns? Dude. We agreed with the other ones. And think about, okay, anytime someone steps up and is like, no, I'm not doing that, they're immediately ostracized. And so let's go back a couple of years. years. Um, you guys, uh, you're, um, what did they call it when you could go to work versus not go to work? The, you are... Uh, Non-essential. Essential. You're mm. essential and not essential. Like... I'm essential, okay? I'm going wherever I want. You have a curfew, when? Seven, okay, I'm leaving my house at seven. I'm just going to go drive around and walk (laughs) in the park at seven, Right. period. Like, I'm not doing this. Put Mm -hmm. a mask on. Put it on me. Come and put it on me. Not doing it. Not going to do it. You need Mm -hmm. to get vaccinated. Not on your life, buddy. Not doing it. And I'm crazy and unreasonable, okay? Everyone thought I was a psychopath, right? Tons Mm -hmm. of people thought I was Mm -hmm. being, oh, Brian, there he goes again. Well, now people are dying. Right. People put their kids in masks and sent them to public school for years. You know what I did with my kid that was going to a classical Christian school that was making them wear masks. They had a little thing that you could, if if you if you feel like you're you know you're worried about your children catching COVID, you can keep them home. Like, well, I'm not worried about them catching COVID, but I'm worried about them wearing a mask for eight hours a day. Right. So he's he's going to come home and do digital learning. Right. I'm just not going to do it, and everyone thought I was crazy. And every single I'm I'm waiting for my cards for like, oh my god, Brian, you were right. Mm-hmm. Man, Brian, you sure called that. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten any of those cards. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so every time this stuff comes up, people like you, Scott, because mm-hmm. you're just like I am mm-hmm. and people like me, we say, no, we're not going to do that. And mm-hmm. and the whole gang of the world is like, right. you're being so unreasonable. Right. You're crazy. Uh, and it's you like, need to be more loving. Yeah, exactly. And it's what? like, what? man, that goes to what we were talking about on the radio today is who is it that puts their foot down? Usually it's the men. Mm-hmm. The men say, "Yeah, no, we're not going to do that." And the and, and the women are to be like, "Well, I mean, it's uh, it can't you yeah, be I mean, nicer?" You know. Again, no offense. Right. You're an engineer, though. You're different.
2: Right. It's
1: <laughs> funny when you said that, though. I was thinking it was the opposite.
2: We're <laughs> looking at the bell curve. You're, yeah, you're a woman the edge of the in bell Society curve. Curve. Yeah. right
1: now, it's the mamas that are putting their foot down, saying this is enough. That's right. within that's up.
0: within the conservative movement, but it's okay. an overarching right. theme. Okay. Um, and we are in a um matriarchy right now and mm-hmm. not a patriarchy overall society and churches and everything else. The reason all this stuff is running rampant in churches is because there might be a man in the pulpit or there may be men that are elders, but their wives are sitting in the pews running, running things, the show. Right.
1: And the men are wearing skinny jeans. I know it's
0: freaking pathetic. Don't <laughs> yeah. get me started. But the, po- the point, point being is, is there's all this emotional tolerance going on and, and, and women's whole thing is they want a consensus build. No one wants to put their foot down. Mm-hmm. They very masculine mm-hmm. thing to just say, no, Right and and to be well you're being unreasonable. I don't care. Right, right. Well, but there's no men that are willing to do that. And then the moment one man or two men do step up, the matriarchy that includes coward dudes, right, mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. you know point and 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 basically ostracize and and verbally stone the the guy. And then and then when the guy ends up being right, no one says anything. No one's yeah. No. no like, when, 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 when the guy ends up being right, right all
2: the little all the the metro guys. Go see. I was with him. I was with yeah.
0: him. They they want
2: they get out in front of the parade yep. and take credit for the stand that they didn't have anything to do with.
0: And now Russell Moore and Christianity Today and these other uh, things like, well, we just need amnesty for our COVID sins,
2: right? <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> no, not I today. Feel about
0: amnesty like that, like I do immigration. Mm-hmm. I
2: agree. No, and it it is shocking to people. I remember back in the legislature, there would be things that, um, where I could just say no, we're not we're not doing it. Yeah and the world would just be blowing up. The paper would be, and the other legislators are like, you can't do this, you can't do this. I'm like, it's not happening, Yeah. sorry. And after a little while, they realize, oh, well, it's not happening, and it, it all calms back down. So you can take that stand, but they do act like yeah. the world is going to come to an end.
0: Yeah, and and I've definitely developed that reputation among people, maybe not in the working crowd or whatever thats expected of me mm. to be that way at eighteen ninety news and maybe that's why i am who i am here mm-hmm. um but within my social circles and it's like oh god here comes brian again right you know, oh, he's, he's that guy he's gonna be so unreasonable you know right. but i do think that you made a great point allison uh, as you're looking at your phone Sorry. during the podcast busted right. <laughs> that's okay she does it on the radio yeah. all the my time my kids too.
2: are
1: home alone okay <laughs> okay don't say that go to <laughs>
0: five zero um but that is a great point because the the people you do see putting their foot down is the Eagle Forum types, is the, like, these, you know, local. Yeah. Uh, the, there are women that are putting their foot down, but I'm just saying overall characteristic of masculine traits versus feminine mm-hmm. traits, so on and so forth. So, anyway, on to more bad and ugly. I think the ugly, the, to me... There's way worse things I think that maybe happened or that that could have a you know deleterious effect. You see what I did? Mm, I've been saving that word. That's a big word. Wait, what was that word? You can't spell that word. I can't. Deleterious. 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 Deleterious.
1: Like a deltoid.
0: Irius. I don't know. But the point being is (laughs) the one that is just mind bogglingly. How is this not getting fixed? It's like the third or fourth year. Is that Scott Harris? Alabama's Dr. Fauci Mm -hmm. okay still the state health officer situation and we exposed it like two years ago we did an investigative story like a year and a half ago we did an investigative story about the fact that Massa is the one you have a a lobbying group an association picks the state health officer who has unilateral authority to shut things down and say who's essential and everything else that person is not accountable to the people that is not accountable to the governor who's accountable to mm-hmm. the people. They're accountable to nobody other than a lobbying group that more than likely probably takes money from Pfizer and WHO and NIH and everything else. Mm-hmm. And that's who's picking this person. And so who's that guy going to answer to? Well, those people. Right. Um, it, it is unbelievably egregious. And I don't think a lot of the legislature understood. Really? I don't think they I don't think they did, because the more we've talked to them, they're like, wait, what? The How state difficult is it? I don't know, but I mean, obviously, um, uh, Sam Gavan's the one that was bringing the bill, right? Right. When Sam Gavan was like, oh my gosh, right? And when he saw it, it was boom, we have to do something about this. And so I don't know how much effort he spent communicating. Obviously, we know the Hospital Association, MASA, which is Mm -hmm. the Medical Association of the state of Alabama. All these associations, Blue Cross Blue Shield, all of these people want it to stay the way it is. But I think it's just like, it's so egregious that you can be like yeah, yeah you got us there. I mean right. you almost like ah. yeah, and they the, still they still aren't fixing it. Right, it's crazy. But I think I I do think we will see that get changed next year. Um, I think it was very close to getting across the line, and you know one of those groups that like nothing can ever be good enough came in mm. and crapped all over it. Uh, don't know if that had anything to do with it, you know, but
1: it might be stronger and better next year. By the yeah. end of it, because he will even say it was totally gutted and yeah. then gutted again yeah. and, and maybe one more time. It and I think and he can
0: spin from now until then mm-hmm. showing everyone how ridiculous this but, is. But
1: I mean, I remember talking to Senator Gavan about it last summer. So it was on the radar. And I don't know if they just got that much pushback. I don't know. Interesting.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes they hear, but they don't hear.
1: Yeah, and that yeah, might and, be and it.
2: sometimes they buy into this, well, don't you want the experts yeah. to be in charge of that?
0: The people with the white coats that told you to be yeah. vaccinated, they're the ones that need yeah, to make Yeah, they're the decision. ones, right. I'm right. so like, the whole expert thing, like right. I was talking to a doctor about something else, not my, Dr. Tankersley's my doctor, but there's another doctor that I was talking to about something else. He's like, look, I'm a professional. I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm like, dude, I don't care. you <laughs> are we in the wrong profession to tell off. me anything <laughs> yeah. because I know more about what was going on in COVID than most doctors did. Right. The fact that you, you're a doctor and you went to med school, I, I have zero respect for that. That means nothing to me anymore. Absolutely nothing. And that's not good No, because I'm not the only one, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, and so doctors, well, this is what I do for a living. And I'm like, and you were trying to make me get vaccinated for a living, too. <laughs> right. So And looking sorry. at me like I had no idea what I was talking yeah. about when
2: we were saying this is not, this a, is this is this not, is not a good, good thing. Um. <sighs> <All right. laughs> okay,
1: you breathe. <laughs> All right divisive concepts bill didn't make it either which to me that's a little bit more is
2: it the old anti-crt
1: yes
2: okay so we give it a nicer name and still couldn't get it through, still but, that, get can't get imagine, it through. but that's
0: gonna be just like common core mm-hmm. it's this whack-a-mole oh right. yeah we don't have common core we have core common
2: that's right that's right
0: <laughs> but we got rid of common Core. we have the new mercy uh, act uh, what right what's well, not critical race theory it's a theory that's about critical race mm-hmm. it's a race that's critical about theory Mm -hmm. And it's just going to keep, I think that one's based on misunderstanding
1: because I feel like black Alabamians think that, you know, the white Alabamians are saying that we don't want our kids taught about slavery or, or anything, you know, we just want to literally whitewash it and act like Mm -hmm. it never happened. And that could not be further from the truth.
0: Yeah. Um, And we don't want to rewrite the parts of American history right. that are you know worth lauding, and right? They're else. positive, the exceptionality. So right. I don't well, know if we they have to wrap up.
1: But we have to talk about that we didn't get school choice, the Price yes, Act. Yes, you're right. I mean that's I mean, that's a big so one. No,
2: can we can think, we call it school choice again next year? Can we do that?
1: You just never liked the Price. No, act. I
2: don't. It's a terrible name. It's a terrible name. It's the parental rights in shop. Tra- I don't tra- care. Yeah, it's like,
0: like the money act, if the I, Price Act, right. the Buy oh. Me oh. Off it's, Act. I get this The price is too high.
2: Yeah the price is not right. It's yeah. just, Bob it's Marker just, comes it's in, just, the everybody market down. And, no and, more price. And here's the problem with the price act. You go out to a normal person. You say, Hey, the price act failed. And they're like, what? The school choice bill failed.
0: Oh yeah. That's can't believe that. And I think there needs to be problem. A ton of call education. It, call it what people know. Yeah. And, and I think the, the a big place for the education, because people are like, Oh yeah, this, this, this school choice, it's going to allow the government to get into homeschooling. It's like, look, the government wants to be in homeschool. They'll be in homeschool. They'll just right. do it. Like right. they don't need right. this bill to do right. that. Right. We have multiple Supreme Court rulings in the state of Alabama that protect religious liberty within Correct. education and the way that the, the Price Act was written, it protected those things. You're talking right. about Ernie Yarborough who was homeschooled, mm-hmm. who had friends who went to prison for homeschooling, mm-hmm. who homeschools his children. Right. You see what, like and then Eagle Forum who's all about right. some homeschooling and and, and again and people were like it's a Trojan horse. It was like, oh, there goes Ernie in eagle Forum, Trojan right, horse, yeah, and bad stuff again. It's right. like this is why people are nice here. Oh. Right. No, I just, agree. It's, it's, completely. it's unbelievable. Now, but wait, anyway,
2: what's the old story? <laughs> we we cut our nose off to spite our face? Yes,
0: it's crazy. And so I want to really let Ernie go off on that whole thing because he's got a, a great Ernie. I think Susan Dubose and Ernie, I think, get kind of the the freshman legislators of the year award. I think they're they're mm-hmm. tied. Mm-hmm. Um, in in my book, um, but the reason I think Ernie's going to do well and even be able to do more than what Andrew did, Andrew, and we're going to talk about Andrew a lot in the uh, behind the scenes segment, but what Andrew was able to do was just stand. He was mm-hmm. unwilling to bend the knee. He was unwilling to be moved. He right. he was steadfast. Right. And Andrew is a good communicator. Ernie has a next level ability to communicate with people. That I would just throw my hands in the air and walk away from. He will right. spin. He has. He he's like a wind up figure. You just wind him up. and He just keeps going and keeps going and keeps right. going. Like he just he he's like the Energizer Buddy, and he understands how to communicate in such a way to bring people onto his side mm-hmm. and not just make a stand and be the unreasonable guy. He will. Act, right. He's very winsome. He's persuasive. He's mm-hmm. principled. Um, I think he's going to get all kinds of stuff done in the years to come, and he has right. no aspirations of higher office. He just wants to be a representative right. for Lawrence County or wherever he's from. But well, well the people
2: of his county need to make sure they rally around him when they yeah, decide.
0: And 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 he's that, very active in the community, and I think that's well. good. What were you going to say, Harrison? I
1: just was. I mean, most of the time, those people get totally shut down yeah. to where they just leadership, they won't let them do anything. And I hope mm-hmm. they don't. It's like when the Price Act came mm-hmm. out, and they're choice? like, Oh, it's it's dead on arrival because Senator Stutz is carrying it and they don't like him. I'm like, is this middle school?
0: Yes. Yeah, that was, that's actually idea. exactly right. what the state house is. is middle right. school. It's, it's middle school. school. It's <laughs> it lunchroom politics.
1: It's ridiculous.
0: And I will, and we'll see what Ledbetter does. Um, But from what I'm hearing from a lot of people down there is Ledbetter is not McCutcheon and that there actually might be some hope in the state house. And so you talk about Ainsworth potentially taking over as governor mm. and Ledbetter being more reasonable than McCutcheon. Again, I'm not one to get overly optimistic. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, I started 1819 for a reason. Right. But, you know, who knows? We'll see. Um, that is the good, the bad and the ugly. We got to wrap up so that we have some time for our behind the scenes segment, which will be courage. Why not try courage? That's that's the message. Mm-hmm. Why not try courage? It works every time. Why aren't we trying it? We'll be talking about that behind the scenes. Thank you guys so much for staying tuned for all of this. And as always, until next time. Put your trust in God and keep your powder dry.